through. It's the first episode in a while that I've got my old mic set up going instead of doing a, a crossover. Hope you guys did enjoy that Midwest Bostonian Classroom Brew crossover from a couple weeks ago. This week, though, I actually have, if you guys remember, one of the more famous episodes, Airdropped Porn, from back in the day. Uh, I have Beth, who was using an alias at the time. So I'd like to real quick introduce you to Barb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, still not wanting to be totally, uh, still still want to be a little bit anonymous, but right. uh, the, I, I can be Barb. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, we keep it relatively anonymous for our students. Yeah. I haven't seen things. We, we had kind of talked a while ago. I don't think I ever mentioned it on here, but you had mentioned uh, a few weeks ago, the last time we talked, that you were kind of thinking about resigning by the end of the semester. Yeah. And when I yeah. gave you a call to say, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? You said, hey, just to let you know, <laughs> I did resign. So I'm not sure if you want me on. But actually, that sounds like the perfect opportunity because a lot of people might be, you know, mulling over their options. and They might not think that it's an option for them or maybe they're concerned about it. So without obviously going into too much of the specifics for like people names and stuff like that, what really happened with the resignation? Okay. So, um First, let me say, absolutely, this was not, you know, my plan. When I started at this this um, place, I was all in, and I've been all in, and I'm still actually all into. I'm all into the end. But what happened was, um, it's a very difficult place. These kids are um, they're they've got a lot of issues and one of their major issues a lot of them have very very low reading scores and i'm teaching history or trying to teach history so um it's difficult if you can't read at if you're reading at a fourth grade level it's a different if it's difficult to um sort of become in, in knowledgeable or understand the content but the real problem was that um, the administration started at, from the very start. The expectations were very high for what these kids would understand, comprehend, um, and you know be able to to test positively about. And there was a disconnect. I they they just weren't able to do it. And I was trying my best, trying all sorts of alternative things. And then um, I got my evaluation, sat down for my evaluation, and it was a terrible evaluation. And I thought, okay, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. And I thought, you know, then I was informed that I was going to be put on a quote-unquote remediation plan. And this was, how many months in was this that you got the, the recommendation for remediation? Or for a remediation plan? It was like four four and a half months in. So it was okay. a ways in. Yeah. Um, so I just, I'm, I was, there was no curricula, no syllabus, no lesson plans pre-made. I am in the history department. I was working over 60 hours a week in lesson planning and between the so, actual content. So you had five units. What, uh, what were the, sub, like, were they all different subjects or did you no, have? No, just two subjects, okay. just world history and government slash civics. Okay. And um, I couldn't, I, the idea of a remediation, remediation plan was going to be more hours working and there was just no way I was going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And then sort of the death knell of it was I was told that the last year um, the administration had put 
two teachers on remediation plans the second semester and fired them at the end of the year. And that was that's, it. that's not a good, <laughs> not a good. So they didn't mention that in the interview, did they? No, and they, they, you know, I found that out really not from the the administration, but that yeah. was sort of the realization. So we're here I was, the yeah, we're on the street. So here I was thinking, okay, I stay and I bust my rear for another semester, and then I get fired. It's, it's I mean, an explicit podcast. You're good if you want to. <laughs> okay, if you want to let it rip. Bust my butt for another six months, <laughs> and then I get fired. I mean, I yeah. It's, you know, so, so I I resigned. And when I resigned, the administration was really, you know, almost happy about it. So that also reinforced it. Yeah. It's, so, well, how did the kids, uh, kids don't know yet. Kids don't know yet. So it's, you know, what do you tell kids? Um, and when do you tell kids? When was, when was your last day again? My last day is, is still in the future. It's this Friday. Oh, that's right. Two weeks notice. So two weeks notice, um, per union contract. So my last day is this coming Friday. Their finals are Wednesday and Thursday. Um, you know, I haven't even figured out what I'm going to say. Um, I'm not telling them the truth. I mean, how would they feel? Their teacher failed at, at teaching them? I mean, you know. Well, I mean... Are you, do you for sure want to say something to them? Because I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to say I have the answers. But I don't know. I, well I, I don't know. I feel like I should. They're a nice group of peep kids, and I I do like quite a few of them. I feel like I should. I don't actually know. Hmm. I feel like if it were me, if you, if I had the report with the kid, I'd be like, "It's because of you. You won at." No, I'm kidding. The one kid in the front. Well, like, yeah. Well, what would you do? <laughs> would you tell him or not? I, you know, it, it was you weren't let go. Nope. It wasn't. Uh, they asked for a remediation plan to find some way because they and you had complete autonomy with curriculum, right? What you were doing day by day. I mean, yes. I'm sure they were down your <laughs> yes. head, but happily and sadly, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you're building it from scratch, I I think it's something that it was a decision you arrived to. They accepted it, so I think it would be something along the lines of it was a a life change for me, a life decision for me. This wasn't. Uh, well, I don't want. I don't know. See, it's on the fly. Yeah, um, but that's okay. It's good that we're doing it now. I guess. Yeah, but, and actually, this is helpful because this mm, is something I've been sort of agonizing over. So, I think, you're you're paying me this way. <laughs> <laughs> I think for sure, though, don't knock the administration. No oh no 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 no! On, no you don't no. want the kids that are still there, especially it's an alternative school, so it's kind of like the last. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's it's their. Oh, it's the it's, it's their last chance to to not just get a J, GED. You know, they're, right, right. That's their. It's their last um, in-class option. I would just phrase it as it was the right choice for me, and try to focus on how much you enjoyed the, you know, the time that you did spend there. Yeah, even that's though, good. Even though it probably I like wasn't it. for well, a good amount of time. Well, you know, the kids. The kids are interesting kids, and. Um, you know, you feel you realize how how blessed your life has been, and sort of how, you know, people talk about teaching kids who have problems or who have issues or mm-hmm. you know who have are troubled youth and it's not what you would think it's not as e- you know it's just like you come in with this gangbuster enthusiasm <laughs> and it doesn't matter these kids a yeah. lot of them they cuz they've got a lot of issues that are hard to even grasp um like one young man got shot in the face you know, and he took some time off and was coming back. Well, hmm. I, that's what I can't even get my arms, my mental head around, you know. It's kind of weird, too, because so almost every one of the students that I have, most of the male students that I have, they've 
been a victim of gun violence or they've at least seen it, something along those lines. And it's weird how some of them, like there's one kid that said, I don't know if I want to be here. I don't feel safe. And then other kids, they like to brag about it. And then you find out, oh, well, they actually weren't. They just like stubbed their toe or something like that. It's weird how it's like a badge of honor, but for some kids, and it's likely the ones that are maybe a little more mature, they realize the big picture, that that's a literally a life-threatening situation to be in, and they're actually scared by it, and they don't see it as that badge of honor. They're not proud of it. They're upset. Not that they should be ashamed of it. It's not their fault, but they're upset by it. So it's... right. And then how do they how do they come into school and sit around and try and learn about you know ancient Greece? Right. I mean, you know, that's well and there's always those teachers that claim that they're going to be the one to inspire them and I feel like most of the time when they're actually in your room, they're more concerned like they're they're just going through the motions at a certain point no matter what you do, no matter how profound and maybe you'll have a good day or two, but they're not going to remember some lesson plan that you busted your ass over and <laughs> It's going to magically change your life. Yeah. Were they and like breathing down your neck with curriculum at all? That or? was actually a, what the biggest part of the problem is okay. because because there was no set curriculum. So I was doing the curriculum. But moreover, the lesson planning demands were really high. So I had to produce lesson plans that had each day broken down into very small chunks. Sure. Um, and you know that so I was spending hours and hours on these lesson plans, and then I would walk in, and the lesson plan would sort of go to hell because I spent a lot of time get off your phone, da da da, da you know, I just trying to get their attention, you know, and <sighs> yeah, it sounds like a rough. But it's all right. You know, it was, you know, I applied for, I applied for a job today and it was like, they, they have that standard question of how would you diversify your classroom? And I looked at my <laughs> old, um, like I had done a, done that paragraph before I started at this place and it, I looked net back at it and it was like, oh my gosh, how naive was I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's, it's weird too, because we, even if you go into it with realistic expectations, it's not going to go the way that you think it is. Or, or like even with the, the ed TPA, taking the time to go in-depth and do this commentary on assessment to figure out your next steps. Sometimes you don't have time for that shit. No. And there was, one of my classes had about 30% of the kids had IEPs. Mm. So, and, you know, so you're differentiating for, you know, a lot of kids at a whole bunch of different levels with a whole bunch of different issues. And, yeah. um, but anyway, yeah. So... Okay. In terms of, you said you applied for like a job or something. What's like the mm -hmm. plan now? Well, so I, so I'm, so I'm gonna probably not probably. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get on the sub list for Chicago for CPS. I mean, that yeah. just makes sense to be able to pay my bills. Um, but there are some, there's some uh, temporary, you know. God bless young female teachers who get pregnant. <laughs> There's a bunch <laughs> right, of the there are there are some you know ongoing maternity leave positions, and I'll be applying for those because yeah. um, obviously most teachers spend spend the whole year. So I'd like to do something you know other are you, than just. Are you sub. concerned about? I mean, I I'm very concerned. It's in terms of like behavior with the sub. There are there are subs that I had one that covered. I took a, a bereavement period for just two days and it was the same sub that I had had from a PD from literally the week before so I had her in my room for three days in a row and she was awesome and I have no idea what her secret was 
but I know that she like complained about behavior from like a handful of students. And I was like, oh yeah, no surprise. Like that kid, he's always going to be a problem. But are you concerned that you have this in-depth background about pedagogy? Are you concerned that it's going to become, you know, your classic sub teacher that's coming in and the kids don't necessarily, you know? Uh, you know, I think it's hard to be a sub teacher. And um, I, the ones that I've had, which are very few, but the ones that have come to my school, they do very little. And one of my fellow teachers said to me, oh, if my sub, you know, if, if I wind up with one worksheet as a result of my sub being there, that's a, that's a victory for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so, so yeah, no, I mean, it would definitely, my, my hope is I'll find a, you know, certainly if not before that for next school year, I'll find a full-time gig. But um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to me. <laughs> the, the sub thing is a, you know, I mean, it's temporary. It's but... temporary, but I think people who think that you can have an, you know, I mean, I'm glad you had an effective sub, but some of the subs that worked in my building, they were effective because they had previously worked in the building, you know, and they were like retired or whatever, but they were effective because they were able to get good behavior out of people, not that they were able to actually, you know, move the lesson, move the the, sure. the content forward, you know. I was surprised. So I've had nothing but like mediocre to awful experiences, but I, I knew I was going to be gone for two days and I prepped the students saying, look, we've only got a week till the semester's over. We can't be having a, oh, subs in the room, let's not do anything. You guys have stuff to do. And luckily I walked them through it. But I'm pretty sure all of my sophomores and juniors, not so much as seniors, but I, I got a big stack of all the stuff that I was expecting them to do for two days, which was very self-paced. And they got it done? Yeah, for the most part. I haven't gotten to grading all of it yet. Well, yeah, but that's, a, a that's two, great. But I was really happy with it. And that's that, great. Well, I maybe it's because you prepped them too. I guarantee. Well, sure. I mean, and but maybe it's also because where you are in the semester, you have a relationship with a really strong relationship with that's them. That's true. That's true. But I, I guarantee you, like you were saying, she probably has, and, and my co-teacher, I, I let him know, like, yeah, she's going to be awesome. Let me know. And he, like, let her know, oh, he loves you because you, you actually get things done. But you can tell she definitely has, she's either retired or she's just looking for work or something because she really knows what she's doing. That's great. You could be my sub. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd be happy. You know, and the, and that's definitely, I would rather sub for people I know. So, um, yeah, you know, that's it's sort of a... I, it's funny because I knew I was going to resign and, and yet I, until I pushed that button, I could, <laughs> didn't start even thinking about what the next step would be. Um, How long did you sit there with the send button? I just... sat there for a while. I, yeah. I sat there. Actually, it was even worse than that. So, you know, the contract says two weeks notice and um, I started to, I, I drafted the resignation email on like Thursday night and two weeks in my view would have been Friday because that would have been, you know, right. but end of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And then Friday morning I woke up and I couldn't hit send and mm-hmm. um, I just couldn't. And then Friday after school, I went out for drinks with a bunch of the other teachers <laughs> there you and, go. Then I, courage. and then I couldn't <laughs> hit send Friday night. <laughs> so I finally hit it Saturday morning. Oh, it wasn't liquid courage. It was. <laughs> no, no. I was like, it was like, it was such a nice little bonding thing with all these yeah, people. I, I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able to do this? But Saturday morning, I sort of woke up and just hit send. There you so. go. Yeah. Well, you're of you solid mind. That's, that's good. <laughs> what was like the, like, I know you were, you had remediation coming up, but what was the moment that you like, were like, all right, that's it. This, this is, I'm done. I know you struggled to hit send, but yeah. like, when did well, you? Well, no, the moment it was done was actually the moment that I heard through the grapevine that 
two prior teachers the previous year who had been placed on remediation were subsequently fired. And that was it. I thought, okay, you know, I just, that's writing on the wall for me. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, maybe the remediation would have gone differently for me. Maybe I wouldn't have been fired. But yeah, don't waste, you know don't waste that was that was going to be six more months of and I'm really been working hard because not having anybody to do to even bounce ideas off of you yeah. know in terms of lesson planning and um, curriculum and and then I, I I don't know do you guys have books we don't have books uh, there are books I used them once so far yeah <laughs> and I don't mind not having the books yeah. at all but it it definitely makes the lesson planning a little more difficult you know yeah. you're you're it's a lot more pieces to put together and it, and it you know encourages you to not just have somebody read a chapter and summarize it you know you're doing a lot more yeah, you know higher level creative stuff well, and i even if you were to find something in a book and find some deeper understanding analytical you know assignment something like that kids are just going to fall i think it's probably not true. I, I'm not trying to bash books, anyone that's listening, but I just get worried that they're going to fall back into the habit of, oh, just look for the bold terms, write those down. And No, I, I agree. Yeah. It just worries me. But Yeah. But then for, for one of the two courses, I did, I, I used this online um, group of, there was a group of lesson planning done. It's called iCivics.org. I don't know if you've I've ever heard, heard of it. Of it. Yeah. Um, it was actually started by former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. Oh. And it's really a nice idea because it's, it's for a, a <laughs> civic. <laughs> said idea. What's, it's a great idea because it's divided. It takes civics and it divides it. It's just a nice thing, except they're they're very repetitive in their format. So there's a reading and then there's worksheets. And my kids got to the point where it was like, you know, just give me the worksheet. I'll just get it. You know, it was like (laughs) there wasn't enough diversity in the things. So the activities in the activities. Yeah. I I, I think sometimes I fall into that trap and I make everything from my U.S. history class from scratch. I make the curriculum and the handouts and the, the sources. Sometimes I'll borrow from shag but I've, I've noticed that at the end of my student teaching back in the day wow that was a long time ago now that I look at it but I noticed I kind of got into the habit of give them the background model give them the assignment they work for the period maybe check in so I'm trying to break from that and do you know different things like writing and yeah. more writing I should say more so. writing is good I um just stumbled into recently um I've been using something um, I don't know if this is where we want to go with this, but you don't care, right? I've, I've been using Reform. something called a called a um, it, what, did I, what am I calling? It? Yeah, like a short in class writing assignment, and the and I just make up the prompts, and they're not necessarily like um, we studied the Holocaust required by the state of Illinois, sure. and so you know there's not anything pre done, and I, so I, you know I said the prompt was because um, we studied sort of what you know pre war Germany, blah blah blah. And the prompt for the writing was, could the Holocaust have been prevented? If so, give me some, write a couple of paragraphs on how that would have happened. If not, give me a couple of paragraphs on why not. And, you know, it was just, there was no right or wrong answer. And it was just trying to get the kids to think. Right. And it actually did get some of them to think. Not all of them. Some of them just complained <laughs> that we didn't learn this. But um, <laughs> yeah. but it got some of them to just do some free thinking, which was nice. I, I really like doing like evidence-based claims. We, we call it argumentative literacy. 
That's the, the TIA, the Targeted Instructional Area. ARC what? It's TIA. It's Targeted huh. Instructional Area. Okay. But, uh, and I love it because it's it's something that I had done with student teaching, and my school happened to be doing it. Other schools do it too. But it's it's weird how a lot of kids, at the end of a lesson, they're like, well, what's the right answer? I was like, tell me what yours was. What's your evidence? And But I, my uh, co-teacher, actually, I loved this line. Uh, I might start using it. He was like trying to preface it because a student walked in late and I was with a, another group and he was like, well, this is the question we're trying to answer. And the student said, well, no, the answer is no. He's like, all right, don't talk out of your ass. Find some, find some evidence to oh, actually yeah. back it up. And I, I loved that because I keep saying, make an evidence-based claim. I even try to, you know, reinforce when you're like, hey, I loved how you cited your source, even if it was just a verbal response. I had a kid that was like, well, according to document B, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's perfect. That's what I want you guys to do when you're writing is speak just like that. But there's still those kids that they'll, they'll give me a one word answer for things. Yeah. Even though, no matter how much I model it, how much I go over expectations, do a think aloud, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, actually, MLK. So you know, you, you, some lessons you do just because the I wanted to. You this is this is what I want to do, and yeah. uh, for our Martin Luther King, actually, the next day for both all of my classes, I made them listen to the whole "I Have a Dream" speech. It's only seventeen minutes and twenty two seconds long, and they all groused about <laughs> it. See how'd that go? Yeah, but I told them beforehand, <laughs> you know, two things: you're gonna you you gonna, you need to give me evidence, and I gave them a copy, a hard copy of the speech yeah, too, so they'd have it. Yeah, transcript, and it was like you know what was his dream you know give me evidence-based you know blah 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 and has his dream been realized and I can't tell you how many kids said yes his dream has been <laughs> realized we're in Chicago oh my goodness That's crazy. <laughs> young black men feel like they can't they, they may not survive a stop by the police and you think Martin you Luther think King's yeah. dream has been realized huh. I guarantee you they didn't use evidence if that was what they said they but. didn't <laughs> That's disconcerting that's good though you're doing more analytical things you know does that mean you're gonna you're gonna get to the the final. Does your semester end with Semest- your last week? Semester is is so Monday, Tuesday are the last two t- teaching days, and we've been told for over a, we were not allowed to. And I think this was a good decision. We were told by the administration no more new content after January twenty second. So that was good. Okay. So then it was all just review, test prep, you know, whatever mm. writing you want to do. And then the finals are are Tuesday and are Wednesday and Thursday. And their their kids are off school Friday. So yeah. See, that's what we should have had. We we were told that it was a four week unit. So I was thinking, Oh, okay, do the final Thursday or Friday. We got on a an email like at the start of the or no, it was on Sunday night before this week. So for people listening, this might come out a week later, they're gonna be confused, but it doesn't matter. It was saying, here's the schedule for finals. And it was uh, odd number classes on Monday, even number classes on Tuesday, Wednesday, makeup day. Thursday is instruction, even though the unit doesn't start for the next unit because the network is going to come. And then Friday, students aren't there. It's a school improvement day. Yeah. So we have this floater. Well, first off, I thought I had a full four weeks or at least three and a half. Only had three. And then I was gone for three days of that for various reasons. And then I find out, oh, it's not even a full week that I have to prepare. And I have that weird, awkward, like, island of a lesson plan yeah. that I guess I'll have to use as a transition into the next unit. 
Yeah. Just because someone didn't look at the schedule and think, oh, it's a high school, maybe we should figure out a better day to come and see them. <laughs> yeah, that's that really does sound crazy. Yeah, I... Yeah, no, it, it, that part of it is a good schedule. So they're there Monday, Tuesday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, fr- finals, and then actually Friday are makeup finals. Um, That's what it should be. You know, because one of the things that the, these young men and women have trouble doing is getting to school on time. And <laughs> um, yep. so so the finals start, you know, whenever they start. And the rule of thumb is if you don't come within 10 minutes of the start of the final, you can't take that day's final at that time. Yeah. So a lot of Friday's makeup will probably be people who couldn't make it on time <laughs> and they'll still miss it and they'll still complain and they'll still come on monday saying can i take the final and right like, jesus christ right right oh my God. i still have kids that and i finally cut it off like they had missed like the unit one final and we like were about to take the unit two final and i was like are you gonna take it and they're like oh yeah I'll they didn't come and i was like nope that's it i can't be holding these assessments for three months at a time for you to get your shit and, together. And, and are they going to even remember it? Would they have a chance of passing it? Probably not. I mean, it's mostly skill-based, but yeah. they're so focused on just getting it over with and switching that missing assignment, which is a zero, into, you know, if they, even if they bomb it, that's still more than zero. But yeah, it's a shit show, to be honest with you, <laughs> if that's what it is. So I, I get why they're doing the makeup days, but we still have that awkward... I, I know it's yeah. a four-day week and we have the makeup day and then there's yeah. that day of instruction, but shift it the way it was supposed to like the way your school is doing yeah. it. it's ridiculous well we don't have anyone coming and watching us or who knows mm. so that's the day they're coming and watching you that day that that the, weird the weird day? day yeah oh, so you can't just like put on some movies yeah. <laughs> well that's that's honestly what i was not just like it would have been like related like You're before right. winter break i put on wonder woman because we had covered world war one with like trench warfare yeah and I was like, all right it's kind of related and it's about to be christmas break so who cares? They deserve a day after, you know, getting through all these. Because I, I put them through the ringer with my U.S. classes especially. And so I was thinking, all right, end of the semester, they made it. They're probably, you know, exhausted. Let's just give them a nice coast day. Yeah. But instead, I've got to find some way to... To create, teach something. And to make sure they're actually engaged. The ones that come. Yeah. And so then, well, yeah, and will they come? I mean, I don't know about, you know, there, there there's attendance issues as well at, at my school. That, oh, yeah. That really, and that's actually one of the things that made this teaching so hard is you know you'd plan these five days or four days, whatever your week is, mm-hmm. and on Monday half the class isn't there, <laughs> and yeah. so then they come in on Tuesday, and are you then boring the people from Monday? Are you reteaching, or are you just l- assuming that they can catch up? I mean, that's part of the difficulty of that then you know is do you have that at all Jamie? oh yeah, yeah big time and I, I don't even teach first period and it's still hard to get people there on time for for second period and then eighth period is the worst attendance even worse than first period because the kids just decide ah, i'm gonna leave yeah <laughs> now to do they can they just like go to the front office and say i need to leave or what do they do they just walk out they just walk out <laughs> that's what they do there's even some kids that say fuck it as they walk out and then my AP, he's he's very wise. He's like, what are we going to do, chase him? Like, it's not yeah, worth no, like, it's right. their choice if they want to, you know, bomb it. But Wow. I have this this one student, I won't say male or female, but they they constantly, they had they were switched into my eighth period class. And I was like, oh, shit, now they're not going to come ever. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I think he slash she has been there five times. 
once they switched to so we're talking like a three or four month period they've been there five times and literally after you know phone calls home didn't work talk to everybody else yeah we don't know what's going on and then like two months later this student comes to me and say can i get all of my missing work and i was like no no that's not how it works you miss like two units you can make up the assessments that's it like this ridiculous like jesus christ like there's no way unfortunately for that student that they're gonna pass because they just took a shit on the entire semester for lack of a better phrase and what were they doing you know this is what i want to know what are these kids doing i mean okay sometimes they're sleeping but not a period (laughs) and i i wish i could say i'm kind of familiar with the situation it's it's complicated but there's a good home situation for this particular student whereas other students i know they have a lot going on like they've moved like five times they were homeless at one point they've got you know, X, Y, and Z going on. Yeah. They're still there eighth period, passing all their classes and things like that. And I don't mean to be like insensitive with it, but it's annoying when there's those kids that they're allowed to do these things. And then yeah. someone finds a way to just pass them and put them through the system because it's a disservice. It's not doing anything good for them. No matter what they have going on, there's only a certain point when you can keep saying, okay, I understand I can make this adjustment for you because I've already bent backwards so far for the student that my back's touching the floor mm-hmm. yeah. and it's still not working. So that's at the certain point when you're like, all right, look, if you're in the real world, this isn't going to fly. You have to find a way at a certain point. Yeah. Got to be an adult here. Yeah. And that's the thing that really worries me too about how we're doing all this is that what happens when they do go out in the real world into a workforce, you know, they, they, got, they can't just not show up. Oh, and I yeah. love, I love, let's, I don't do a lot of hard due dates on things, but I love when you you put a hard due date, like, end of the period today. And they say, well, what about at the start of class tomorrow? And sometimes, depending on, like, maybe there was an interruption in class, I might be okay with it. But then that period comes along. Like, let's say I said, all right, it's due before you walk in tomorrow from the very get-go. Then they'll come in and say, can we work on it today? And then I'll hand, no, 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 we got to move forward. Like, that's, that's the number one pet peeve is if you give them that inch, they take that mile. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the majority of my students, but yeah, yeah. a lot of pet peeves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's this time of the year, right? We're doing <laughs> some pet peeves. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's all right. So that's in terms right. of uh, with the resignation, things like that, you have a, a whole semester under your belt. Yeah. What's like, so if there's anyone that's listening to this, I have a few first year teachers, a few people that are pre-service teachers. What's like the one, like if you have like any red flags, any big lessons you learn, things to look out for, mm, or right. even just like solid advice that you yeah. could give. And I'm just going to yeah. let you go on that. Yeah, that's... I don't, yeah you know, it's, I, I, it's, I don't know that I, the red flags, well, they were, they were happening. I mean, I, if, if you had asked me three months in, you know, I, I already knew things were not going the right direction, but you know, that's okay. I'm glad I stayed this semester. Um, you know, I think that it's just one of those things where you have these plans in your life and you have this, I mean, I literally thought I'll find a job and I'll get settled in and I'll do my first year and it'll be tough, but then I'll get easier. It, just didn't ever dawn on me that I would actually have to resign. So, you know, I'm a little surprised myself, but what, you know, 
Um, I think you have to be true to yourself. You have, you know, you went through all this education, you, you made it through the ed TPA, you do this stuff. Hopefully, you know, the people listening won't be in this situation. (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't want anybody to be in this situation. But on the other hand, um, there's was a certain sense of almost relief when I finally did push that button and resign because it was like I sort of almost instantly knew that it was right for me and you know it could be kind of a crummy semester because I don't know if I'm gonna what I'm gonna find for the next semester Um, and maybe it it messes me up you know you'll have to have me on in the summer (laughs) summer or fall see if I got a full-time job uh, again because you know who knows if this becomes a black mark Hmm. obviously I can't use the administration for references. That's a problem. That's um, you know, and and you know, so so it becomes sort of an interesting dance. Um, but you know, nah. yeah. But I did try my hardest, and yeah, it was um, the right decision. It sounds like. Yeah. So, what's like? Do you have like a favorite? Because st- you were in an alternative school, so yes. I can only imagine. I mean, I've got millions of stories. I don't even think I've gotten to it quarter or an eighth of them on this podcast yet from when I worked in the hospital what's like your go-to you mean what what's a good story yeah I'm I'm not you can even go with like the ones that you have to laugh because it's like oh my god this is ridiculous (laughs) or the ones that actually were like okay this is a good laugh well it's usually it's usually the former the recent one was you know here I pride myself in being this you know just you know teacher who gets these kids motivated blah 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 at one point um I don't remember what was going on in the class but it was low attendance that day so maybe it was a Monday I'm sure it was a Monday and I looked out and the the majority of the class was sleeping (laughs) was sleeping (laughs) I just I actually started laughing and I and I started like clapping loudly but it was like okay and he any view of myself as a well-trained inspirational teacher it just went down the toilet with oh, that one that's oh. like, that's like, a, like an uplifting one i mean that's that's good you're able to take a step back and adjust um <laughs> oh you know i've had some kids who've really you know turned around some some you know some took some bad grades and turned around and started working there hard you, you know a one one young woman who just didn't show up for a while and she came back and i'm like you know, you got you really missed a lot, and it wasn't she didn't show up because of any legitimate reason. She just mm. whatever, and she came back and she goes, "No, I really want to pass. Just can you give me?" And I said, "Well, I'm not going to give you all the missing work at once. I'll give you some. You give it back to me." Anyway, long story short, she she got she made everything. She was very energized, made everything up, and now you know sort of appreciates the fact that I did that for her, and she's attentive in class, comes to oh. school. You know, that's so, good. Yeah. Yeah. So is it going to be weird? Like, are there students that you're going to like miss? Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm worried about students that I won't get next year when I'm at my school. Yeah. I can, oh, I no. There's some, and, you know, and these kids have, I don't know if you even have this. We've, we've had some good PDs, professional development sessions on mm. social emotional learning. Um, you know, it's sort of a thing. <laughs> we've had them, but it's, it, it seems redundant for, most of us, because yeah. it's been more common sense so far. But I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, Anyways. no, no, no. But I'll, but but what what 
the reason I brought it up is because we certainly have in this school, there are certainly a lot of kids with some serious social emotional problems. And so being able to help them sort of cope with those has been interesting. And anyway, sure. as a result, I've gotten close to a few, you know, and, and I will feel bad. Yeah. You, know. you can always if they uh, give them your your work email, you'll still have that, right? Um, no. (laughs) Never mind. Don't do that. No, it's okay. It's all right. You know what? Um, we've, they, they will move on and they'll be okay. I wonder if you're probably gonna get like a a few, uh, do you have seniors? Yes. Okay. So they, they'll probably be like, Hey, can I get a reference or like recommendation letter? And they'll be like, I, yeah, I guess so. I always think about when I'm going to lose the students I currently have. There's some that aren't going to take me for a second semester because maybe they just failed the first semester with you know, the teacher that had my job before me. I'm really hoping that there's going to be a student versus staff game in basketball because there's a few students that they, whenever they try to shoot for like the trash bin, they always miss. And so at this point I said, you got like four houses, Bob, with all these bricks you're shooting and shit like that. Ah! And so I'm really hoping like at this point it's going back and forth. Like, oh, I'm going to break your ankles in the student versus staff game with a crossover. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Like oh, that's we, great. We did like a, a student versus staff volleyball game. It lasted two minutes because the pep assembly fell apart. But uh, it was yeah. it was fun going back and forth. There was only like two volleys, but it was fun going back and forth with those students that yeah. were on the other side. So, Okay. Well, we go. were just talking about, you know, stories and, of course, the... Um, the the uh, one one that just cracked me up recently was um, I taught a little bit in world history. You, you, you almost have to. I think everybody does a little bit of Judaism, Islam, Christianity, because it's certainly worth doing. And so the study guide question was, what do Judaism, Christianity, and Islam have in common? And obviously the answer is they're all monotheistic religions. And this one young man wrote in, they all believe in Jesus Christ. <laughs> I said to him, they don't all believe in Jesus Christ. He said, well, Jesus was a Jew. <laughs> that's, that's seriously like when I was in high school and we read uh, Frankenstein, like the original Mary Shelley's. And clearly this one kid, he just watched the movie that said Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is nothing. It's not at all like the book. Right. And he was just like doing this whole paper on all this bullshit. My teacher was like, that's the shitty movie with Robert De Niro. It has nothing to do with the book. It's <laughs> the same type of thing. Yep. So I have a question because we did an episode, Katie and I, where we were looking at Rate My Teacher reviews. Mm-hmm. So you, you've done that. I mean, you took grad, grad school courses. So oh, you yeah. You probably looked up professors and stuff. Right. With your last... Uh, week coming up here if your teachers could write like a rate my teacher review for you if my students yeah what do you think like maybe pick one what do you think they would put i'm trying to so like i think there's definitely one student i think that would write uh this guy will not give instructions until it's absolutely quiet which is super annoying and he won't let me be on my fucking phone (laughs) and i'm I'm like i can only imagine the things that they're going to say about me in terms of yeah, yeah. Just because Ooh, I won't let them a, get what they want. That's a good thing that you won't give instructions till they're completely quiet, because that's definitely one of the things I need to work harder on, as I do sometimes give instruction when they're not I completely just wait. quiet. And sometimes it takes that's two a, seconds, other times a minute, and I'm like, all right. That's not, good, though. That's not really my time good. I'm wasting. It's yours. That's good. What would they say about me? Hmm. You know, it, it, it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, I actually... <laughs> 
I actually know that several of them outside of class, the, I, these students are allowed to call me by my first name. It was probably not a good decision, but it was the administration, whatever. And I've heard them say, fucking Barb. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe my nickname is fucking Barb. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't you say they called you Anne Frank at one point because they weren't aware they of did. The, they did. They so, did. So if you were to... <laughs> that's funny I, I probably get that too where they're like ah fucking this guy I don't use my last name yeah is that a, a problem with them using your first name aside I from think so I think it's Bard? I think I think it's terrible I think mm. I think that um part of the whole thing that we need that's that we don't have in this we're not instilling enough in these kids is respect for authority I mean it sounds so old school but I think it's so true they're going to get out in the workforce and their lines aren't going to be that clear they need clear lines <laughs> they need, there's you know. the teacher that had my room before me um she was really popular with like the students because she was a good teacher but uh I read some of her logs too and they would apparently call her by her first name sometimes and we have to be very explicit with the write-ups like saying the exact quotes and it's crazy to think like some of these kids might say things to their boss like fuck you bitch like jesus christ like the level of disrespect and misogyny and some of these things like they would call her like fat and you know insert all the awful words that you can think of simply because they could right and it was allowed and i wonder if it's because i mean my students know my first name but it's not like a problem but do you think that's it's like a level of just simply having the Mister and Miss or Miss Mrs. that that gives that I don't want to say hierarchy because it's not, but that level of respect. I think so. I could be wrong. I certainly could be wrong, but I think it would. I think there needs to be just a little bit. You know, I'm not their friend. They don't want me to be their friend. I don't want to be their friend. I want to be their teacher. I want to be someone who's helping them. I don't want to be unfriendly, mm -hmm. but I'm not. I I think that there's roles, and I think it's. I think in our society, it helps these these kids to know that there are there are different roles people play, and if you're in a job, your boss is not your friend. Is not your buddy and even if he's an he or she is a nice person and there needs to be a certain level of respect oh, yeah they're gonna get they're gonna say something and get someone pissed off yeah <laughs> our some of our floor security too uh they'll be like fucking miss m uh, i do what the fuck i want and she goes stop calling me your friend i ain't your friend go to fucking class and, like she'll give it right back to him like that and it's great because they they <laughs> need it to be honest with you that kick in the ass yeah 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 yeah, but I, but I could be wrong on this. I, I don't know. But yes, I, I think that not using the last names it was a mistake, but it wasn't my call. It's all right. Especially if it's a rough environment. I could see that. I think I would have a hard time. Someone asked me if I was going to do it, and I said, no, nah, probably not, because it, it would just seem weird. To call you by your first name or your last? To call me by my first name. Yeah. We did, we did that when we worked in the hospital. Yeah, and no, I think fine, it's weird. This is it's, this would be a little different. It's weird. The other day, one of these kids asked me what my last name was, and I thought, oh, <laughs> we are 90% through the semester, and you don't know my last name. <laughs> I always get, sometimes they misspeak, and they say the names of other people. Uh, so that's always funny, because I like to play the joke. Do I look that, that much, or that similar to Mr. Jackson, or something like that? And they love oh, it, yeah. they, they constantly misspeak just because it's the same letter or something like that. 
Well, the funny thing is, is the only other um, white teacher in the school is a woman who weighs about 100 pounds more than I do. And he has, I have brown hair. She has red hair. We look mm. nothing alike. <laughs> and I get you. called by her name not infrequently. <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of funny, though. It you is. Kind of, I just take them like I don't. Sometimes it's just misspeaking. Sometimes, like, I don't really you care. You know, but... we're we're sort of the two white white ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say that. Well, one, well, but one's fucking Barb. Right. And then the other one's the other one. That, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of, honestly, even though it's, I'm sure initially you were sad and then you were relieved and it's probably going to be a weird week for yeah, you. Yeah, it's going to be a weird, weird few weeks, I, I think. I think I'm actually excited for you because you can look for a new opportunity and who knows where you'll wind up and yeah. you can kind of fuel it around with the, the TAT option or sub option or maybe you'll get something right away. Is there any like last minute advice to kind of round us out in terms of if you decide, all right, this isn't it for me, what's like the your last little bit? You kind of said be okay, true to yourself. The, but The best thing I did, and I'm really glad I did it, was the resignation letter totally took the high road. There you go. And my interactions with people since I've resigned have been totally, you know, it's been great working here and I just need to do this for me. And I've really taken the high road. And by taking the high road, Everyone else is pretty much taking the high road, and I think that uh, that the exit will be much more pleasant as a result. So the, the dogs were called off when you, they were. you submitted. That's good. They were. Is there any? Do you have like a buddy from from work that you're really going to miss, or vice versa? The the special ed teacher is is was was oh, who I worked with. She was she, one one of the periods. She was actually in my room. Very skilled teacher and very pleasant person. And um, so yeah, I'll miss her. But yeah. um, you know, yeah. It's the best choice for you. Yeah, it is. Well, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? No, or? no, other than I've really enjoyed this and I think they're great. And oh, uh, I appreciate being invited on for a second time. And, <laughs> and we'll have uh, to have you on again for the, the update for, yeah, for how absolutely. Beth slash Barb <laughs> out of the shadows, out that's of the That's right, that's right. Um, where where I land, where I land <laughs> next. That's right, all right. Well, thank you again, though, for being on. That's yeah. always it's great. Always good to catch up and yep, stuff. And, absolutely. And we'll probably chat after the recording anyway. So that'll be We will. Okay. So this was episode 20-something. I don't know when I'm going to post this, so I'm just going to say 20-something. If you haven't already, please make sure you rate and review in the iTunes app or on Stitcher. There's also, I think we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, all of those things. If you haven't checked out that hashtag two pods a day thing, that's what helped us get kind of on the map a little bit more. Check out all those, all those other great indie podcasts out there. A lot of good people, a lot of good podcasts to listen to. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. No sure, no clue who's going to be on, but it should be fun regardless. Thank you guys for listening. And that should be it. Glass dismissed. <laughs>